up, everybody? I'm Antonisha Literacy and Leadership Coach. Hey, I'm Samantha. Welcome. I am a sixth grade math teacher and author of Diary of Just Another Teacher. Welcome to Edupreneur, the podcast where we have conversations about the perfect recipe for success. That is an educator mixed with a little bit of hustler on the side. Learn how to grow your business from successful entrepreneurs. Don't forget to visit entrepreneur.co for more episodes. You can find me at I am Antonisha, that is I A M A N T A N E S H A, on Instagram and Twitter. All right, Samantha, can you tell us a little bit about your educational background? My educational background. Okay, so I was not exactly an education major at all. I was a communications major with a minor in hospitalities and women's studies. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I was not a year after I graduated. After working with kids and managing adults, I realized that the kids were more for me. You know, I really appreciated being around them. It was fun. I, I felt like I accomplished so much after being done with them. So I started teaching, um, with my temporary certificate, went through the whole process. I am now in year six and I don't regret it, to be honest. I love it. I am in a different position than when I started. I started as a fifth grade dual language teacher. I did it for five years and now I teach sixth grade math and I'm in heaven. (laughs) So what's your second language? My second language. Okay. So I taught the English side of dual language. Everybody says that. Everybody says that they're like, so do you speak Spanish? And I'm like, Un poquito, you know, just a little bit. I, I do know, like, you know, and you kind of have to because every year I had at least six kids that only spoke Spanish and every student I had was ESOL. So it just was very beneficial to at least be able to communicate with them in their own language, you know, make them feel comfortable and whatnot, all that good stuff. Well, we're glad to hear that you care about students feeling comfortable in your classroom, right? Yeah. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. Yes. So tell us about your side hustle. What what is what makes you an entrepreneur? We know you're an educator, but what's the hustle side of it? So my entire life, I've had multiple different hustles at one time. That's just who I've always been. Um, as an educator. Now I have a few side hustles. I tutor as a lot of teachers do. It makes sense and it's a good avenue to go and use your, you know, your credentials. Um, I also sell real estate. That's one that I added within the past year, which is great. It allows me to teach still as well as make a decent income on the side. Yes. um, Which is always the goal. And then I am also in the publishing stages of my book, Diary of Just Another Teacher, which is for teachers, um, basically from me to them, you know, expressing and sharing how much, how much you need balance as much as you feel like you can't accomplish it and just giving different ways to help them figure it out for themselves. Awesome. And I'll tell you, everyone, I got a sneak peek of the book, okay? I've already taken some of the practices in the book and implement like I'm no coffee before 10. 
Yes, okay. girl. <laughs> okay. My coffee comes after 10. Okay. Yes. Um, you know, um, she also mentioned in the book, and I'm not gonna be like a spoiler, um, but that. she also mentioned in the book finding something that you enjoy, like yoga. Yes. Right. Finding something that and setting boundaries. So whenever it is released, um, everyone needs to grab it. It's gonna be a great, great read. And it's a short read. So hey, who doesn't like a short read? Well, that was really the point. First of all, thank you so much because I appreciate that because it is for you guys. So the fact that you took something away just, you know, made my heart smile. But at the same time, like that was that was the point of it. I'm a teacher, too. You know, I understand there's so many things that we have to read on a daily basis, whether it be from our our principal, our district or even our students that sometimes the last thing I want to do is go home and read. So yeah, it's quick and easy. It is very helpful. Uh, I can attest to it. Awesome. So tell us, um, how did you begin your side hustle? Where did it all start? Did you feel like, man, this check, this teacher check is not enough and I need to go do something a little bit more? Honestly, it's the money because I love what I do. I love what I do. I love the kids. They're the reason I do it. Like any teacher that has ever seen me in action will tell you she is a teacher for the kids. I love helping them. But when it comes down to it, I'm a single woman. It's like, it's just me I have to worry about. And Mm -hmm. I am financially savvy and I know how to save and whatnot. So I'm never like broke, broke. But at the end of the day, like (laughs) broke, broke. (laughs) I feel like as a teacher and I feel like how important our job is, the money wasn't there. I needed something else. But at the same time, I didn't want to have another job, you know, if that makes sense. Absolutely. No, I'm with you because who who has the hours in a day, right? Um, Because teaching is not just a nine to five job. It's just not, you know, as much as some people want to believe. So that's awesome. So what challenges have you faced as an entrepreneur? Challenges that I have faced as an entrepreneur, there's quite a few because you kind of conflict your time. Basically, you're kind of like, should I be grading these papers instead? You know what I'm saying? Because that's my paycheck. So really finding that balance of, okay, I'm going to spend this time working for my students and getting all of that done. And when that time is done, that's done. And it's just going to have to wait until tomorrow, right? Because now I'm going to do this for myself, right? Because I know for a fact, and I think I even said this on my Instagram once, I know for a fact that if I told my students what I was going through, trying to get stuff done for them, they would not want me to do it. They'd be like, it's hard to breathe. Breathe, Miss Barbara. What are you doing? <laughs> like, you do so much for us. Like, you know, it's okay. Like, yeah. we, we know you care. Care yeah. about yourself a little bit, you know? And that's what it kind of comes down to having a side hustle is caring about yourself enough to create that extra income that you want for whatever it may be. If it's just you want a little extra income for your family, college tuition for your kids, maybe you just want to vacation more, whatever it may be. It's finding that time, that balance. I would say that the second one is fear of being judged maybe by other educators, you know, like, you know, and there's nothing wrong with it, but there's some teachers that really put their heart and soul into it and they feel like everybody else should be putting their foot into it the way they are, you know, right. Right. I've gotten some negative feedback before because, you know, I said that I, I said that I was a real estate agent 
And they were just like, oh, well, you have time to do that. You know, kind of like basically almost like, well, what are your scores? And I had to correct her and let her know you can check the numbers if you want to, you know, in the most polite way possible. <laughs> like, I know, I know I'm teaching. Like, I know my kids are learning. Thank you. But um, whatever. Um, I, just, I just try to keep it to myself to at the schoolhouse these days. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting to me, though, how educators have the hardest time differentiating um but differentiation is a part of our job right so and when i say that i mean our efforts are all, are not the same but it doesn't mean that we're not accomplishing or a part of the same mission right you know but we don't always we don't always see it that way we we always want to see people out of you know hey like i give this type of effort this person should but it's mm -hmm. not it's not that way you know and and Educators also look some some I'll say some educators also look at students like that like they all are supposed to have the same learning abilities and they sometimes they don't right they so really don't. it's really um, you know interesting that you brought that up I thought that was great I feel like teachers make it a little bit more harder on themselves than it needs to be it's like I can do yeah. something a lot quicker and I'm gonna get the same result yeah you know? mm -hmm. so. So this is my favorite question. Mm -hmm. What are your favorite entrepreneurial tools? Tools as in marketing? Sure. Like what are some of the, the tools that you're using for marketing? Um, okay. So my favorite tool for marketing is Canva. Oh, mine too. But <laughs> I, believe, I think everybody uses it, but it's so well-rounded. Like there's literally nothing you can't do on there. And the resources are endless as well on there and for those who don't know what canva is can you explain that to them okay so canva is literally a blank page for whatever you want you can create video content on there you can create um logos you can create instagram posts instagram stories flyers resumes literally there's templates for everything and there's templates on templates on templates sometimes i get like overwhelmed just at all the options but it's great to have so for anybody starting any type of business or any type of brand for themselves that's definitely a one-stop shop for sure when it comes to marketing especially if you plan on doing the marketing yourself oh that was a good one i love canva canva's like and i'm not a graphic designer if you're not a graphic designer and you know you need a template honey you need to get on canva. <laughs> for sure yeah uh, even i like i like it but sometimes a, that blank piece of paper is like almost intimidating kind of like when i was writing like <laughs> yeah yeah that blank paper is very intimidating so having like even just a template to start out with and then just kind of editing it from there is very helpful too for sure absolutely and i know i know educators who use canva to make money like they do graphic designs and things for mm -hmm. other people um and that's definitely going to be one of our episodes um samantha is talking about all the different jobs that an educator can have from the skills, like if we just leverage our skills, you know? So much. And the craziest thing to piggyback off that though, is that I have recently heard, honestly, a couple educators that are trying to leave the field, which is fine, you know, everybody has their avenue, but they were saying to me, oh, I don't know what I can do because all I've done is teach. And to me, that sounded so crazy. 
Because I feel like after teaching, I could do anything. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I really feel like give me any job, any career, and I can nail it. Because the things that we do as educators is beyond, (laughs) like, yeah, anyways. <laughs> yeah, no, if you are like seriously, there's so much to do. I want to ask you one last question. Mm-hmm. And um you may have answered it already, but maybe you can give us a rundown of what a day in the life of Samantha looks like when she's balancing entrepreneurship and being an educator. What does that look like? How do you set your boundaries? And what advice can you give to our audience members about how they can do the same? So basically, the first thing I'm going to say is educators need to get comfortable with putting themselves first. First thing I do when I wake up in the morning is I wake up and I sit with myself for about 10 to 15 minutes, whether that is just meditation, a little stretch yoga session. I'm literally just with myself. I don't look at my phone. I align with myself essentially. And then I continue with my day. I have a morning routine, right? There's stuff that I actually do before that day so that when I wake up the next day, I can just boom, 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 get to what I need to do. And then when I'm at work, I'm not on my phone. I am completely dedicated to what I have to do. I make a list for myself that morning of everything that I need to get done before I leave the schoolhouse with in mind what I know I have to get done after the schoolhouse. So I get through everything. I teach every little minute that I have on that campus. I'm getting done either my grades, my planning, right? I spend the time that they pay me for doing the stuff that, you know, is needed of me on the schoolhouse. After that, I either work out, meditate. I do something for me. Whether it's 10 minutes, 30 minutes, I do something to separate myself from the school and whatever else I have to do. After that, I'm either answering emails for real estate, I'm editing my book. I set myself another time limit though. I don't let that take up my entire afternoon. Obviously, because I deal with real estate and it's other people, sometimes that's you know a give and take, right? But um, for the most part, I try to set myself a certain time. Then I eat dinner and I relax. I try not to be on the computer after a certain hour. I'm literally obsessed with what I do though. So honestly, for me, I'm not gonna lie. I might be on my laptop maybe until I go to bed. I'm gonna be honest, but I enjoy it. For me, it's I'm sitting in front of my TV, you know, watching, have whatever on the TV, and I am creating content or whatever it may but yeah that's basically how my day goes (laughs) nice and balanced and i like i kept saying you really have to make time for yourself wherever you can fit it in and i I absolutely love how you're talking about making time for yourself i think a lot of times we try to follow the model that other people use like oh we gotta wake up in the morning and do this oh we have to go you know do this before we go to bed but making time for yourself can be very different than it looks, you know, for me or for Samantha, you know. Um, And I also love how you talk about being obsessed with what you do. I know for me, I don't rest well unless Mm -hmm. there are certain things that I've accomplished. I mean, you know, the accomplishments help me to rest. What I have done is just made some shorter to-do lists, right? (laughs) Or I make a weekly to-do list instead of a daily to-do list. 
yes. you know, and try to, you know, navigate that way. But I'm listen, I'm trying to get on your level, okay, where I stick with myself, okay? I haven't gotten oh, there yet. You really do though, because the way I look at it is like how how do you expect to align with other people if you're not align with yourself first like how does that even happen especially as a teacher do you know how many different personalities we have to deal with in one day if you don't have yourself under control first baby girl i don't know <laughs> like, listen okay okay yeah especially dealing with kids like you know definitely different different things going on but too so samantha how can people find you how can they use you um tell us tell us how to get access girl Ooh, access, all the access. Okay, so I am on Instagram at underscore teacher underscore T with another underscore. That's three underscores. And I'm on Instagram. I don't really have any other social media platform for the most part, but you can find me on there. You can also find the link to my email list for my book, which should be published within the next month. I've been saying it for a while, but I've been working hard and editing it and I want to make sure it's perfect. So stay tuned. <laughs> I'm excited about the book. You guys are going to love it. You guys are going to love Yay. it. So please give Samantha a follow if anyone wants to use her service at all, whether it's real estate, purchasing her book, getting her on an online yes. live, go ahead and, and hit her up. She is amazing. She's dope. She's down to earth. And I'm super excited to continue this podcast with her. So until next time, thanks for tuning in to The Entrepreneur, and we'll holla at you later.